Welcome back to the Minas in Paris podcast. I am not Emily, and this is... The- <laughs> <laughs> or Kristen, for that matter. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the podcast about all things travel. I'm Zen. Um, be it food, what to pack for your next trip, or your next exotic destination. And with me in the virtual studio is Kristen. Hello, I am not Zen. That is Jim true. Kristen. <laughs> And Emily. Hello, I am Emily. Yes, Emily. <laughs> but not Zen or Kristen exactly. either. <laughs> so last week we talked about some of our favorite fall foods from around the world. If you haven't listened, go check it out. Some of them were mysterious, like the Huesos de Santo, which is the bones of the saints, which is eaten on All Saints Day in Spain, and some questionable things like mooncakes from Asia, which has egg yolks. <laughs> um, long story. Go listen yeah. in. Um, this week, uh, we didn't choose a specific topic, so we've got a new segment. I'm going to call it Coffee Travel Talk, where we talk about kind of anything we want to um, for the day. And I'm going to totally model myself as Mike Myers, Linda Richmond from Coffee Talk. <laughs> Have, um, I know, Kristen, you know it. I but, know it. <laughs> Emily, do you know it, or is this too old from Saturday Night Live? I do not know it, but I want to be included, so I'll laugh too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send you some videos. I've um, been watching a lot of old SNL after uh, Norm MacDonald passed oh, away. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, and Mike Myers, back in the day, that was, I really liked the Mike Meyer era, so. Oh, yeah, that was a great one. Dana Carvey and Norm MacDonald, and yeah, the work. Yeah, yeah, so. Um, so it's going to be like, you know, coffee talk, but less Jewish, but I'm still going to wear a dress. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we will try to bleach that vision from our eyes with a quick message from our sponsor. When you look back upon your life and you see all the things you achieved, certainly none of them started with inaction. And when you're planning for your next career journey, find us, the University of California, Irvine. We've over 80 convenient online certificates to help you navigate the future and we're the perfect Sherpa for your next big adventure. Find us at ce.uci.edu. All right, you know what? I'll I'll step up to the plate. I you got. Do. I know you've got some some good topics. Okay, I got. So the thing is that one of the things I like to do when I'm traveling is I I, I call them they're called hat travel hacks, right? You know, there's so many things that you can do. We actually had a full episode on travel hacks, but recently I discovered a few new ones or kind of like improved my version of the travel hacks. So I thought is, it would be fun to talk about them. Um, the first one, I can't remember. I think she's a TikToker or Instagrammer or something like that. I can't remember the woman, um, but I want to give credit. So at least go look for it. She has a pillow hack. Hmm. And the pillow hack is how to bring more luggage with you without paying for it mm. onto the plane. Emily, take yes, note here. I have seen this. <laughs> okay. Because Emily likes to, she does not like to put stuff into cargo hold. She brings everything on the plane for the most part. Yes. As mm-hmm. I recall. So what this woman's doing is she's getting a zip up pillow case. And she's filling it up with clothes, and she's bringing it onto the plane. Ah, I see what she did there. Smart, Uh yeah. Because 
pillows travel for free. Whoa. I know. I so, didn't know that. That's yeah. And it's smart to put clothes in there because, like, at least clothes are squishy and can actually mimic the look of a pillow versus, like, if you put, like, food or, like, crunchy or angular yeah. things in there, it's like, that's that's not a pillow. <laughs> but well, and you have clothes in case you need to stay overnight. True. That's true. That's true. But wouldn't it be obvious that it's not just a pillow? It's actually, like, a sack of things. <laughs> I don't know, but she says she's tried it quite a few times and they've never questioned it. She just throws it on because she's checking on. She throws it onto her luggage and that's it. I feel okay, like then. I feel like the strategy is how you hold it. If you hold it like a sack of bag, like a sack of stuff versus like mm-hmm. maybe holding it with two arms and kind of like it balances. I've also heard this or seen people talk for no seen this and heard people talk about something similar. But instead of a pillow, they'll use like um like a not a grocery bag, but you know, like after you go through security, you can buy food and the food will come yeah. in a bag and then you can bring the bag onto the airplane and it's like no questions asked. So basically recreating that kind of look. So you either buy food or you bring your own food in some sort. Not you don't bring your own food. You bring like an empty plastic bag and then put stuff in there and then pretend it's food. Interesting. Maybe. I've heard it works. See, I've never tried it because that makes me nervous. See, to me, this would work great for, like, I'm thinking about traveling up to San Francisco this winter. And, you know, whenever you travel, it's, it's not like Midwest cold or something like that. But San Francisco can get pretty cold. And it's always hard to pack bulky clothes, right? And I was thinking, oh, you know what? I could put the second down jacket or into the pillowcase and it would be just like a pillow yeah you know so the thing is that is it would do two things i would have a pillow on the plane and then also it's like you know it's hard to pack all these really bulky clothes like these soft bulky clothes into your suitcase i mean some people use those vacuum bags and stuff like that but it's still pain in the butt so i thought the pillow hack was really cool agreed it is actually new. I feel like, why didn't I think of that? Yeah, yeah. It's so simple. So um, that was the that was the first hack. Um, the second hack, um, do you? Uh, there's a there's an actor named Henry Golding, and <laughs> <laughs> Emily Emily kind of like sighed and went. I love him. Yes. Oh, yes. both of you did that. Yes. yes. Um, I think we did it more. <laughs> so, <laughs> Henry Golding was in a movie called uh, Crazy Rich Asians, Asians. And what people don't may not know is he's um, like British Chinese citizenship or something like that. And he also, um, before he did Crazy Rich Asians, he was actually a television presenter. And he did a travel show. So, he actually is wildly traveled. And so he actually recently, go look this up. You can look it up. I think it's on Bloomberg. Um, he just has a whole list of his travel hacks. And one of his travel hacks is something that I've done variations of, as I talk about. It's like he brings the, what are those really, um, flip-flops. He brings flip-flops everywhere. He goes, no matter where I go, I always carry a pair of flip-flops because the floor in a hotel are just horrific 
you know, they're just dirty no matter where you go. Business hotel. He says he even wears them into the shower. So he says that's something you should really always have is a pair of flip-flops. But don't they always give you the little sandals there, like with the robe and stuff? It just depends on the hotel. Yeah. I know some hotels I've been in don't give the flip-flops. Okay. Um, but also you can use the other part is like he doesn't even like to wear uh, he wears them into the shower because, you know, sometimes the shower can be really dirty. So I thought that was interesting. And then the last one is that he, I, I do very variations of this, is that, you know, when he's, he says, whenever I'm in a taxi or whatever, traveling around, and I see something that's really, really busy, is I'll take a picture of it. And when I take a picture of it, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, you have the GPS location. And then he can go back and look at the photo, find the GPS location, and find out what that restaurant or store oh, was. Wow. And then he'll he'll look it up on, I don't know, Yelp or whatever, do some research on it. It's like, oh, I got to go back here. So as he's going around, he'll take pictures of places to make, you know, to and then geolocate them. And then, you know, if he's on a bus or I'm sure that guy doesn't have bosses. I'm sure he's always in a limo. But um, like for for us plebs, you know, or, you know, great unwashed masses, when you're in the bus or in the taxi, you see something. Oh, there's lots of people there. Take a photo. You can do the research later. So those were the three travel. Those are my three travel hacks that, oh, I'm going to use these next time I go out. Not bad. Yeah. I really like the third one, the one, the geolocating the photos. Because I usually, yep. I've never used them in that sense. I've used them when, when we're like reminiscing on like an old vacation or something. Like where, do, where were we? Like what was that small town or whatever city we were at? And I'll look up the picture. Yep. But I've never done it in the like in for like restaurants or like places to go type of thing. So I will keep that in mind. Super cool, right? Totally. I remember. <laughs> This was back in the day, like a travel hack when I was going to um, Amsterdam for the first time. And a friend of mine said, take your, this is before smartphones, take your digital camera and take a picture of the cross streets that your like hostels located because those Dutch words are really long and really hard. You won't remember, you won't be able to pronounce them. So when you get into a taxi or whatever, you don't remember where you are, you just show the taxi driver those um, the pictures of the cross street names or whatever. Um, and we did, and it helped. It worked, and I would tell people that because um, we were staying in some, like, tiny hostel, like, nobody knew. But um, that was, like, a back-in-the-day travel hack that I'm sure has long since been replaced now, <laughs> especially with smartphones. But for some reason, that reminded me of it. My, my daughter's a little bit older, um, but when she was younger and we would travel, she I mean, if she got lost, it's like, how do you find your kid? Uh-huh. Um, I Whenever we would go to a hotel, I would take a business card mm-hmm. and stick it into her backpack. Oh, that's smart. So uh-huh. the thing is that at very worst, if she was found, there's a business card on, on her and the business card was a hotel and a telephone number and they could call in mm-hmm. and, then, and then they could... We've never lost her, thank God. But um, in the off chance, you know, she got mislaid. (laughs) Yeah. 
That's a really good idea. It's very pragmatic. Didn't you put like your own business card in there? (laughs) You know what? I always had a telephone. We always put a telephone number and that type of stuff like that. And then actually later on when she was a little bit older, but still couldn't describe where she was going to go. We gave her one of our cell phones and we always brought one of her old dead cell phones. And that was the first time she ever really had a cell phone, found an old cell phone, gave it to her, got a SIM card. And then I could GPS locate her in France or wherever. Nice. Yeah. If okay. need be. Yeah, that's a yeah, good one. Too. I plan to do that when well until she's in college or grad school. That I'm just going to follow her still. But, Naturally. Um, <laughs> helicopter parents, right. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, we've never come down to looking for her. You know, she's always been really good about sticking with us. What have you taught her about what to do if she's lost, especially somewhere foreign? Um, we told her about the same stuff. It's just like, you know, find somebody official, you know, the thing is pull out a card, you know, that yeah. type of stuff. And okay. she, so the, the typical stuff. So, okay. That's but good. more importantly, just stick with mom and yeah. dad. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. number one, right? Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that actually kind of leads in a little bit to something I was thinking about was, um, we recently just applied for my daughter's passport um, and she's, she's less than a year old. And I say that because who would have thought um, my husband needed to renew his passport at the same time. So we went to get their photos done together. So we do his, like, did you do passport photos? They're like, yeah, we do his. And I'm like, okay, now we need to do the baby too. And they were like, Oh, mm, the baby? No, we don't do babies. And we were like, what? Like, yeah. okay. He's like, yeah, we can't do them here. Like, they're too difficult. It's too hard to do or whatever. And we were like, well, we have to submit passport photos. Like, what are we supposed to do? And he's like, well, we can try, but I don't know. So we're like, okay. And I've seen different ways places do this. So um, sometimes I've seen they drape the parent in a white sheet and then they <laughs> the parent holds them. So it's a white background or they'll even be in their car seat and you just put a white sheet behind that. So, you know, they're on the, um, the white background. And I've even, I looked it up afterwards and they're, they're a little bit more lenient with, with babies. Like they can be smiling as long as it's not like over exaggerated. Um, they don't even need to necessarily be looking at the camera as long as they can see most of the face and stuff like that. So my husband just held her up against the white wall. They took her picture, like no problem. Everything looked great. Um, But then they did say that um, it looks like her, because she was wearing um, this, this like shirt. It was pink and white stripes and it came out really light, especially against the white background. So they were saying, oh, it might be too light or whatever. They're like, you can try, um, and if not, like, bring her back or whatever. So we're waiting right now. The processing time's, like, 12 weeks, I think. Jeez. Oh, jeez, really? For, yeah, routine service. Yeah, it's crazy. But, I mean, we're in no rush. We don't have any plans. We just, like, wanted to have it ready to mm-hmm. go. So I'm, like, a little bit worried. I'm waiting to see if that that photo will be unacceptable because of that. But I was also like, who just gets to say, mm, no, we don't take baby photos. Right? Like, it's so <laughs> what about your husband for renewal? Uh, which what about it um is it the same amount of time yes same oh jeez. he's um and he's doing both the passport and the passport card but it's just the routine service and it's the same amount of time what is the passport card is the passport card the same as a passport or is it only for like 
It's not like the book. It's just the card. I think, I don't know. Maybe someone can back me up. But I think it's more for like if you're traveling across like to Mexico or Canada. Borders. Border travel. Got it. Got it. Border travel. Yeah. But I've also heard people use it. What you do is when you go to a hotel, you stick your passport, your real, I mean, they're both real passports, but you put that passport in the safe, but then you carry the passport card card with you. So you, so if it's stolen, because that's, that's the problem, yeah. oh. is that it could get stolen. So, mm-hmm. um, by the way, in the future, there are, um, if you want to, you can take your own photo for passport. Yeah, and by the way, passport photos are the biggest marketing upsell, like such a such a waste ever. Like I can't believe yeah. how much they charge. But what I always get worried about is. You need to be like the face has to be a certain. They actually like, have. Apps I don't know on how to arrange it so when you when it prints, it's like an okay size. You know what I mean? Well, they actually have like passport software apps on the iPhone that oh, you can take your that. picture oh. and then you have it printed and it shows up at Walgreens. Oh. Or you, so you can take your own. You can take twenty photos and be make sure that you're absolutely beautiful, and they got your right side and stuff. Right, man. You can take so you, many. <laughs> and then you can, and then have it sent out, and it will be printed, and you just go pick it up. That I wish I would have thought about because I I know you can take them yourself, but I'm always like, it has to be like a certain two inches. So it's like you can take the photo on white background, but then how do you know how big it's going to be when it prints? Right, and all like that? the sizing, like such a headache. Yeah. But. Well, take a look. I mean, you know, of course, lots of them, I, it's, there's scams. Some of them are through, like, Walgreens. And the Walgreens, oh, it's, you know, it's still cheaper than having someone else take it. Totally. Or you can also, what's the other one? Is that some of the pieces of software is just, like, they you pay for the software, and mm-hmm. then you have to have it sent out to be printed. So, you know, they're, well, we'll give you $5. It's just, like, well, it's just a piece of software. You know, but it it takes all the guesswork out of it. So, hmm. yeah. And also, when we were filling out um, the application for her passport, you have to put like occupation is one of the fields. Oh, that's so funny. So I just put baby. <laughs> Wait, you, then you fill it in yourself. There's no like drop down, or I guess no, no. It was like a fill in. So oh. I was like baby and i'm like hoping they put that on her passport because i think it would be funny oh it should be like cuteness um ambassador or something That's, like that oh i should have i wasn't that <laughs> clever so That's too yeah so um interesting interesting definitely yeah very interesting for me i always struggled with not struggled but i always find it odd how you can't smile super big or yeah it's like because i remember the first time they told me that i guess when i the first two passports i had i was pretty young so i wasn't like i don't know i was staring at the camera uh but then i think when i was like in middle school or something had to get my passport renewed and that was like the first renewal that i remember and i just smiled like i normally smile and they were just like you can't do that smile less (laughs) and i was like how how do i smile less (laughs) i was so confused and uncomfortable but that was in a costco um, and I don't remember how long that took, but I, I was always finding that odd. You cannot smile like you would normally smile. You have to smile Yeah, I know. Less. So what smile is <laughs> Yeah. Um, 
Okay. I saw on Instagram the other day, but I think it was news from like USA Today or something that apparently this year, this fall, um, airfare or travel demand is declining. So airfare prices are supposed to drop like 10 or 15% uh, this I'll month. I'll believe it when I see it. Like November, right? Uh, <laughs> but supposedly that's going to happen. Um, and then they had like a couple other, I don't know, speculations for prices to go up or down for winter, like holiday season and things like that. I've been looking just because I like to look at cheap airfare. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's, you know, it's just it's a pastime. I can I can think about it. Um, but I don't know. That's it's a like, strange <laughs> hobby of yours. It's, it's like, where can I go? Like, keep in mind mm-hmm. in the future, that's like cheap and like new. Um, it's like, okay. But what I did see for like next year or something really crazy was like, for me, I thought it was really crazy. A round trip flight from Orange County to Denver because my best friend lives in Denver. Uh, round trip flight was like $50. Wow. Is that Frontier? It was Frontier though. Uh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they always get me with Frontier because like I look on Google Flights usually just for like initial searching um, and it's like, whoa, $50 or like, whoa, $75 or whatever and I look at it and it's always Frontier or Spirit. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, why, why are they playing me like this? <laughs> Yeah, oh, but no. it's cheap. Have you either of you ever flown yeah. Frontier Spirit? <laughs> nope. <laughs> yes, oh, I've flown yeah. both. Okay. Thoughts? Spirit, because I had no idea. I didn't realize it when I booked it. It was my. It was all new. I didn't know. And then after flying it that one time, I was like, "Yeah, never again." Um, Frontier again. Like one of my husband's best friends live in Denver, so we did. Um, take frontier there it really wasn't that bad but i guess i wasn't expecting much and it's a quick flight and it was like the one direct from orange county to denver so it was kind of like you get i don't know it was it was fine for that yeah it was a short flight i feel like there's short flights it's whatever uh it's like the long flights the ones that are like direct like spirit direct to like new york it's like what are you gonna do <laughs> like you, you get no like no snacks you have to pay for like extra all of the things um have you ever used sky scanner i've looked of it i haven't used I've, i don't really know how it works i guess okay so, <laughs> so sky scanner you can actually put in a date in an airport you want to leave from and you can leave the destination blank and then, you hit, and then you hit, you know, send, and then it will actually tell you the cheapest flights out of John Wayne Airport oh. to where. So you nice. choose your. So like right now, if you wanted to go to Vegas this weekend, it's thirty two bucks. If you want to go to Denver, Colorado, it's forty bucks. Um, if you want to go to Oakland, it's forty six bucks. Chicago from sixty two dollars. that's crazy it's there is one stop you know you probably have to stop somewhere for like half a day but for 62 dollars, and if you're on a budget um, yeah so it's it's a way to inexpensively go um round round you know round trip you know i i don't know i think that's one way i'm not sure if it's round trip but still you know then you pick on find another yeah coming back so that's awesome 
they're, they're, I get the idea of like the, these really low cost economy airlines, but there needs to be a limit. Like some of these where they don't even serve you water. That to me is just illegal. Like people need water. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's especially on a long haul flight for sure. Right. I remember, what was it? Wow. Airlines. They would fly <laughs> from like LA to Reykjavik, yes. Iceland. Yes. And I think oh, yeah. my sister did that. And they, like you had to buy like water. Yeah. And, and did they, did they have like a coin machine on the toilet too? Oh, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Wouldn't be surprised. Stories. <laughs> I yeah. did fly wow when I went to Iceland. Uh, but my mom and I had like prepared for it. Like we knew it was a budget airline. So we knew to like pack yeah. our own food or buy food at the airport to bring on the airline and everything. Um, right. I don't know if I've told this story before, but it was funny. So my mom and I were going to Iceland we we're flying wow air. We show up at LAX and we're at the ticket. We're checking in our stuff at the, um, what's it called? The ticket desk. And the, yeah. we turn around in line and we see my cousin in the same line <laughs> and we're like we just saw you last night for dinner what the heck like how are you here where are you, oh where are you going we're like where are you going and he goes oh yeah. i'm going to germany and I'm like you didn't you you didn't want to bring that up yeah, last night that. <laughs> <laughs> and so we ended up we were on the same flight um he was also flying wow air so he had a layover in Reykjavik before he was going to germany but he didn't know i think he knew it was a budget airline but he didn't know that he would have to pay for like all the amenities oh, that no. usually come. So yeah. um, we got to the gate. Obviously we went through security together, got to the gate and my mom goes, Michael, um, what did you bring any food for the flight? And he goes, no, I just have a bag of Kit Kats. <laughs> my mom is like, I'm buying you food right now. <laughs> like, Oh my God. Oh, bless her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Wow. Like, I feel like as long as you're prepared, like mentally and also with your food and whatnot, it's fine. But to just be hit with like, you got to pay for water, like, yeah, come on. Or like long haul flights where it's cold, like they usually give you blankets. I don't know if they do nowadays because of COVID, but at least before they would give you blankets. Um, and I don't think Wow Air gave blankets. Like, luckily I brought extra jackets and things like that, but they don't. Yeah, was it in your pillow? Then you didn't have oh, a man. pillow. You had, to rent, <laughs> right? you had to rent one of those. Oh <laughs> yeah. Another thing is, I like to do about travel hacks is I'll I pack my down like my down jackets. They um, fold, they stuff into itself. Um, so I'll like oh. use that as like kind of like a lumbar pillow or like a neck pillow or nice. something if it's not yeah. too cold. Not a hack one thing that really like drives me mad on flights is when. Okay, no entertainment, fine. But then give me a plug for my phone. I'm gonna I'm not gonna drain my battery like to keep myself entertained. Like if you want me to provide my own entertainment, then you need to give me a charger. Like the plugs. Like some of them have nowhere to plug in your phone. Right. And that just drives me mad. Yeah. Yeah, I keep we we yeah. don't, people will always wonder it's like why do you why do you carry the little we carry the little lithium ion battery packs, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, why do you have that? It's like, everything has a plug. It's like, not everything has a plug. No, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yes. I was on, I went to San Francisco for a weekend a couple weeks ago to see my cousin. And flying there, we had like, it was like an hour, less than an hour flight. But the airline, you know, nowadays you get your own personal entertainment on like the seat in front of you, the seat back of one in front of you. And I was sitting there watching 
a show and I like just thought about how before you get we, we had personal TVs everyone had to plug their headphones their free headphones that the airline would give you you plugged it into the yeah. arm and then watched from like a communal screen and you could be like super oh, yeah. close we rose up. right you could be super wow, close and, like, breaking your neck, or like super far like straightening your eyes but everyone watched the same thing <laughs> yeah. i was like whoa what a trip like now we could choose things in front of us i will i my very i might have mentioned this before my very first flight in my life i was 14 and i flew from london to la or sorry from la to london and so this was a plane that had all the works at the time like we had our own individual tv screens it even had um um like video games on it where you're like controller oh, wow. phone would, or the con- phone would turn to controller all this stuff and I was like, oh, my God, planes are amazing. I've only seen what's on TV, which is like the horrible communal screens and all this stuff. And I was just like, gosh, travel is so fancy. So ev- like that was my standard for flying. So then every time I took a plane, I'd be like, what is this crap? Like, where's my where are my video games? Like, what's going on? Yeah, you started like, out high class and then yeah. you realized the rest of the world. <laughs> then flying from, yeah, L.A. to Phoenix, it was like, what is this nonsense? So... I, I fell a long way. I fell very hard. <laughs> so oh, my God. And then the smoking section of the plane. Oh, yes. How ridiculous. Looking back on that just seems so silly. For some reason, I still could smell all the smoke in the non-smoking <laughs> section. Did you, did you travel when there was smoking, Zen? Do you remember Oh, yeah. This? Oh okay. yeah, it was so, long gone by the time I was. Yeah, I don't yeah. Remember that. Well, I mean, I'm I'm a little bit older, and the thing is, I've been traveling since I was nine months old, or something crazy like that. Um, and so the thing is that when I in the '70s, all the planes had, um, you know, they they had you got the smoking section or the non-smoking section, and up until maybe even I would say. At least, maybe about 15 years ago, but I'll call it about 15 years ago. Every once in a while, if you got like on an old plane, you would sit down and you sit down in the plane and then you see in the armrest, they would still have an ashtray. Oh, yeah. 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 For the longest time, they did not, you know, you know, a lot of these planes that had been in service since the 70s, they didn't change the seats and they still had the darn ashtray in there. So I remember seeing those still. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, but it, it was it was interesting because there was a section, and it was almost like the first class section, right? So the thing is that they would have like a um, curtain in the the smoking section, but the thing is that you know the smallest smoke went right through the curtain. It wasn't like a better class; it was just yeah. where people smoked, and yeah. then the smoke would permeate into the back part of the mm-hmm. cabin, still where front part of the cabin. And then the other part I remember for the for a while when they stopped smoking on planes, there were some people. I mean, because smoking, I understand it's an addiction, and some people were actually trying to start up an airline that you had to be a member of so they could smoke on the plane to get around the law. Hmm. Whoa! So they wanted to have a, have a smoking only airline for a while. Um, it didn't end up. It didn't work, but. Um, that's how you know how crazy it was back in the day you know i was your whole world changes when you have a kid i swear but now i'm like there need to be family only airlines that like 
have bigger communal spaces like for kids and where you won't feel guilty taking like a little kid on board who might throw oh, a tantrum yeah. like we haven't flown yet but i'm like terrified of that whole thing and i'm like imagine if there was a plane just of families who wouldn't judge you who are all in the same position we all get it and then they could have a space for the kids to like play like what are you supposed to do on a long haul flight with like kids who can't sit still ask me later i will tell you how to do that <laughs> okay. Also, in the toilet, I probably mentioned this, is above the toilet is the changing table. Yes. So, but that gets crazy because kids want to, babies want to roll around a lot, right? Right. So, you, so the thing is that you put the, the, the table down, you got the kid in one hand, and then the thing is they're rolling around and it's a super small table and they want to roll off the freaking table. <laughs> so you have to hold down the kid with one hand while so they won't roll while putting the diaper on with one hand have you ever tried to put on a diaper with one hand no. it's freaking impossible like this diaper was on emma was like crooked you know with all this so oh gosh yeah so i'm like it, trying to think i'm like no i don't think i have had to do the one-handed yet oh oh tr- try it like on the kitchen table put put your kid on the kitchen table <laughs> yeah, I'll pass. And, you know and <laughs> then try game. to put it on it's like no 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 so <laughs> <laughs> that's rough yeah so you let's have, have those family account. only flights I'm I all know. about it but they'll charge you $500 extra just to figure <sighs> out take advantage of it Ugh. maybe no because they would get more people because a big deterrent to traveling is because you're like oh, the whole kid on the airline but if you made it more you know enjoyable and possible for people it would increase their flyers i think this yeah. is my anecdote <laughs> <laughs> just do it just do it we got to lose oh my god so oh my oh, god that's fun that's fun yeah by the way so like i'll tell you one of the hacks you know, like all the kids have like little stuffed toys that are about the size of a fist yes sure Roughly. okay so what you do is when you go on the plane. Okay, so also you know those chain link chains. Yes. Uh, okay, so you take one of those toys, you get yourself a really beautiful silk ribbon or whatever ribbon, and you tie it around the toy. And so you make a length of fabric, you know, the, of the ribbon about three feet long, and then you tie the other end to the chain link, one single chain link. And then you clip it onto um, by the the booster seat in the plane. That way, because a kid, it will eventually slap it off the tray table, and then you don't have to bend down to grab it off the floor. <laughs> it can't go too far. You just pull it up from the ribbon. Huh. So take two or three of those, and I'll slap them all around. Then you just keep pulling them up by the ribbon and putting them back onto the tray table. And it's kind of a game. Okay. okay. So. It's funny, I have this little book that has like a built-in like bookmark, you know, like the little ribbon sewn at the top. Mm-hmm. And my kid, she's obsessed with it. She loves pulling that book down and holding the ribbon and just like shaking the book. And it's like <laughs> very entertaining to her right now. I don't That's even so know why. Yeah. And if you take her on the plane before, I think it's like two, roughly two years old, you need to have an FDA-approved booster seat. If they Can't they just sit in your lap? Ah. <sighs> 
I can't remember if you still can do that anymore. But the okay. thing is, definitely, if you get their own seat, they need to have an FDA-approved booster seat. Okay. So some car seats are FDA-approved. FDA. Mm-hmm. Um, and is that right? FDA, not FDA. Yeah, FAA? Yeah, FAA? No, oh. something like TAA or, yeah, I it, I'm sorry, <laughs> not <is> FDA. <laughs> like <laughs> tra- FDA. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Food and drug no, they wouldn't have it. <laughs> but if you look on the bottom of them, some car seats are good for plane travel and back seat use. So okay, okay. if you ever, if you haven't purchased 10 of them already, which they're. We really- literally just bought her next car seat up. Yeah. So I'll have to check and see. But it, it is like a convertible where it turns into a booster seat. Right. So take a look of all those things because they're supposed to be approved. The other thing is that when you're taking your kid on to the um, those seats on the plane, make sure you can get like a. Um, well, maybe we should do a whole episode of kid hat. That's what I was just thinking, but I have nothing to add. I'm. You would think for how much I traveled and how much I love traveling, I would maybe have looked into this more. But I'm just terrified of like traveling with a kid. It's all so foreign to me. I don't know anything. I'm so like overwhelmed by it. Like every parent, so yeah. we'll, we'll do a ask Zen travel hacks, kid oh, travel hacks. Ah, like so. Wise words. Of, okay, the travel mm-hmm. Zen, Zen's travel, yeah. Zen travel, Zen travel with the kidlet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. So. Um, any other new news? New news is always my. This I like saying new news because I feel like it's fun but also redundant. New news. New news. Um. No, I got nothing. No. Um, right. I should check my daughter's okay. passport tracking, but I'm pretty sure it's still uh, <laughs> like six, 12 weeks out or something. And there's not a lot of updates. You can go, but it'll just update you that it's been received. And I think in like, you know, two years, then it'll be like, okay, it's been approved. Right. We're sending it to you. I don't think there's really anything in between. Oh, yeah. I need to do that because my daughter's passport expired right before covid started and it's just like all of her paperwork still on the kitchen table that we haven't and you when you're under 16 you can't just renew you have to reapply each time yeah and both parents have to show up right and yeah it's a whole thing so much wow Uh so yeah i would say do it asap so you don't yeah don't end up in a bind yes right uh, oh, I do have a grievance about global entry. Oh, like, yes. so I got my global entry 2019, like summer of 2019. And it just happened that when I applied at the time that I applied, my friend had also just gotten his global entry and he was able, used to be able to just like make an appointment at an airport like TSA pre-check you just make an appointment you go in they do your fingerprints and like you're good but then as soon as I applied they TSA released this message that was like you can no longer make appointments well they didn't say this okay they didn't say you can no longer make appointments but I went in to try to make an appointment and no airports were available and then TSA released this message that was like you can now complete your oh. your global entry thing like um application on arrival right on when you're if you're coming in from an international flight mm-hmm. it was like there's this yeah, new my perk. Husband ended up doing that. yes but yeah. it's like you have yeah. to like go mm-hmm. you have to have an international trip planned so that you can come back and then complete <laughs> right. the global entry so that was like really frustrating but it just happened that 
I was able to, like, I come back from Israel and I was like, oh shoot, I can do it right now. Um, so I was able to do it. But then my mom, I applied for her like right, like after I did mine, thinking that, you know, pre COVID thinking we would, we would obviously take an international trip within the next year, but then COVID happened and like her global entry, I don't even know, like, is it in limbo? Do I have to reapply for her? Will she ever get it? I don't even know. Oh my gosh. I don't even, yeah. And I'm wondering now when my expires, because I don't remember how long it lasts for. And I feel like I haven't traveled in years because of COVID. So I feel like it was a waste. Jeez. I just realized one of my credit cards has it and I never applied for (laughs) the global entry. So, oh no. Grievances. Oh, woes is us. Well, thank you for everyone. If you tuned into our new coffee travel talk filled with grievances and baby preparations for traveling, I guess. Uh, We hope that you guys had as much fun as we did. Also, there were some really cool travel hacks that Zen shared, so thank you, Zen. Um, So, But let us know what you guys think. If you had any other interesting thoughts that we may have missed, please let us know. Contact us on our social media channels where you can find photos of us on our adventures from around the world, interesting articles, and more. Also, if you're newer to our podcast, check out some of our older ones on Cuba, London, and of course, France, just to name a few. Meet Us in Paris is a University of California, Irvine division of continuing education production. If you need a career boost, looking to increase your workplace knowledge or seeking a new profession, check them out at ce.uci.edu for their professional courses. And thanks again for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Bye.